This is a Rooster Teeth production. Everyone knows the stories of famous cryptids like Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, and the Mothman. But there exists an entire world of lesser-known, more bizarre cryptids as well. Today we take a look at some of those as we learn about three obscure cryptids. This is Red Web. Welcome back, Task Force! It's another Mystery Monday. Welcome back to Red Web. I'm Trevor Collins. With me, Alfredo Diaz. You ready to talk about some cryptids? I, I feel like these are going to be just like comic book characters that no one ever talks or cares about. And these are like, this is the like the, the bottom trash. Right, cryptids. right. Like the scrapings. <laughs> Dude. Bottom of the barrel, V1. Like they yeah, had, if we had like a tier list, it'd be like F tier. Right. F tier superheroes right here. Right. Uh, what happened to us, they had their first edition comics come out. No one bought them. No, so they no just one, got burned. No one con- yeah, no one bought them. No one cared. And, <laughs> and here they are as cryptids now. Yeah. Oh, and uh, and I did forget to say the reason why we're doing this uh, three obscure cryptids is because we finally launched the cryptid pin set. Hell yeah. Yeah. Store.roosteeth.com. Want to get your pins on. I know a lot of you uh, like to collect them out there. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited to finally have these in the store. A long time coming. They're very, uh, very cool. Pick them up. They're going to get scooped up fast. Yes. Um, I've never said that on the show. These will most likely get scooped up right away. Mm-hmm. That being said, if we release a series two and it's these cryptids, <laughs> we have gone too far. <laughs> Someone stop us. <laughs> we have too much oh, power. Man. The, the cryptids we're going to talk about. Ugly cryptids. Oh, they're the <laughs> best. Oh, yes. All right. Write that down, Christian. You got it. So we have three relatively obscure cryptids. One is a suggestion from myself, so I know about that one. But I wanted to go into this episode with the notes on the other two, having been much more unfamiliar with them, so I could experience these cryptids with you. Because Jillian, our researcher, this first cryptid's called Squonk. <laughs> no way, bro. It's Squonk. <laughs> and it is her favorite what? cryptid of all time. Jillian loves Squonk. <laughs> Wait, okay. I had no squonk. idea that there was such Wait, Squonk fans so out there. there's this, like, trash-tier cryptid mm-hmm. and Squonk. <laughs> yeah, all right. Jillian is, like, obsessed with Squonk? Yes. Uh-huh. You're hitting me with a lot right now. Right, there's a lot to, to a lot digest. Of with this show, this is a lot to digest. But what, this episode's only going to be... small, tiny, mythical creature. Right, right. Well, Just you're about to have you a seven-course meal yeah. on Squonk, dude. This okay. is going to get... It's, there's a lot. Who the hell is Squonk? <laughs> What like where does he live? <laughs> what the hell does Squonk? You know what? Do? We did this in our Jersey Devil episode. I okay. let you describe the Jersey Devil as right. you saw in your head. I think I want to do that here with Squonk. Before we get into the details, where does he live? What does he look like? What's he up to to you? So Squonk is half mouse, half centaur, but he's probably like Which a centaur, by the way, is half Man half horse. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're getting weird with the fractions. Yeah, so now. Okay, don't, okay. Don't worry about it. That's why he's oh, I'm not a, worried. A trash tier cryptid. <laughs> Which and part of the centaur did he get? He's like six inches tall mm-hmm. and he's notorious for getting into your cookie cabinets. Oh, no t- co- cookie cabinets? Yeah. This man's got a lot of cookies, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone has a cabinet full of cookies, he's after them. 
Heaven forbid you throw you know that cookie what? somewhere else. Well, that's why they, you don't find, you don't hear about cookie cabinets much anymore. And that's because our no, great, great ancestors, out. as wise as they were, right. did away with those. They were getting cleaned out. Right. They never knew why, Too many how, squonks. where. Squon- There's more than one squonk. Well. Well, I guess with a mommy squonk and a daddy squonk <laughs> get together. <laughs> a family of squonks. What would you call like a batch of squonks? A batch of squonks? Yeah. Scraps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a moving herd of scraps. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know, as you you probably already could tell, uh, many of our episodes here on Red Web uh, dive into the paranormal, this, you know, the mysteries, unsolved mysteries on the internet, true crime. We always hit those, those like... I just really want you to sell me on this cryptid. Right I'll now. sell you on it, but we always hit those like sinister notes right we like to get atmospheric this one is definitely going to be a more lighthearted. oh okay episode. i was about to be like a squawk you couldn't tell at the like, top here like i don't know blood vessels well, or some weird random thing sucking them dry that's how Dude, remember the moment your system and, yeah that might be the most obscure quote i use all the time i, used to, I couldn't even find a youtube clip scared of it. beetles because of the scare uh, scene it's mm. crawling under your skin that's, that's what squonk does that cg does not hold up well <laughs> all right <Your> opinion. <laughs> let's get into squonk again this first cryptid and the third cryptid we're going to talk about are the ones i don't know much about and so i'm just as much along for the ride as you are okay. i'm very excited so squonks are said to roam free in the hemlock forests of pennsylvania these are also essentially the wetlands in northern parts of pennsylvania my favorite fact they are called, quote, the homeliest animals in the world. <laughs> I thought you were say the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> no. The homeless animals. No. I'm like, oh, poor squonks. Homely being modest of appearance. In okay. fact, it is said that squonks know that they are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> this is, okay, you making this stuff up? This is all how information far, from the most passionate squonk stand how far I are know. We, how far are we? Is this episode away from April 1st? April 1st. Christian? I mean, you want to break it to him? Not far enough. Do I want to break it to him? Yeah. I mean, nothing to break. We're batch recording. Christian's face is kind of out there. This could be April 1st. Christian's face is kind of We're trying to get ahead. (laughs) We're very ahead. We skipped Um, a lot. (laughs) Okay, this is like what? So we got a cute little creature. uh, Excuse me. A heinous little creature in the wetlands of northern Pennsylvania. So, but. Not my words. They're these weird cryptids that are tiny ugly and they know they're ugly they know they're ugly and they have fans they got they got big fans maybe a fan uh, oh <laughs> right <laughs> jillian's on the message boards talking to themselves going like hey nobody else here like squonk uh, but squonk.org <laughs> you know squonk is standing up to be a, a, a potential mascot for this show so show some respect <laughs> We're going to see this on every piece of merchandise we sell for moving. Are you going to have little tags with Squonk, Squonk on gonna it? Be, you're going to have like a, just a traditional, like, we're talking about like a real cool, because our merch is traditionally cool, um, like jacket or maybe like detective badge, whatnot. Squonk's just going to be hidden somewhere. Just Oh, it's going to be <laughs> it might there. might be like etched in on the side. We might have to hide it down inside the sleeve, but. Yeah, it'll be hidden in the sleeve yeah. but Squonk is watching. Could you imagine if we like. Here's our business line, and we we sell business clothes, and there's like a polo in there. And so instead of like a little crocodile or a little, right. you know, like nautica little, boat, you, you got right. squonk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little chest hit, little embroidered squonk. Anyway, let's talk about what squonk <laughs> looks like. I could go on for days. It's going to be scaled to size. So squonk mm-hmm. are small. They walk on four short legs, and they're beige in color. Most depictions show them as having squat bodies and large heads with no neck, much like a pig. 
Um, the first okay. mention, the first written mention of a squawk comes from 1910 in a book entitled Fearsome Creatures of the Lumber Woods by William T. Cox. I'm going to read an excerpt now from this book. Oh boy, here we go. The squonk is of a very retiring disposition, generally traveling about at twilight and dusk. Because of its misfitting skin, which is covered with warts and moles, it is always unhappy. Hunters who are good at tracking are able to follow a squonk by its tear-stained trail, for the animal weeps constantly. When cornered and escape seems impossible, or when surprised and frightened, it may even dissolve itself in tears. So, unlike the sinister nature of a potential like Jersey Devil or Mothman or what have you, this creature is helpless and feared of itself, unhappy, and apparently its skin is ill-fitting. I, I don't know how the evolutionary process works, but I don't think it worked here. I, what? I, I mean, What's going on, Christian? the man's right. <laughs> I don't know much about science. I, I don't know if you've seen me. I'm not buff. Darwin but based was... on what I'm hearing, what, what is ill-fitting skin good brutal. for? Well, I'm just being honest. On the poor no, thing. Man, Mother I'm not Nature saying it shouldn't exist. I'm just saying. Took a day off or something. Right. Or had the intern take care of that This was born in the creature. dark where God forgot to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bro, what? Okay, so this one needed supervision. The thing that blows my damn mind the most is that Jillian's obsessed with this thing. Yeah. There's so many other things to do with your life, Jillian. <laughs> the squonk. There's so much more. There's so much more to life than these squonks. <laughs> oh, man. Fredo flying her around like Aladdin trying to show her the world. Yeah. And she's like, where are the squonks There's at? a whole new world. And we're riding on the red web carpet. And here you are looking to the ground instead of the skies. Mm. Squonk, the final frontier. Also, that would be $20 for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no employee discounts. Now, squonk are said to travel more slowly at night than during the day and try not to see themselves in moonlit waters. They're really hammering home this detail of this kind of self-hate. Yeah, here. this narrative is like... They ugly. Yeah. By the way, did we forget to mention that they ugly? Yeah, right. They originally lived in more arid terrains. Maybe this kind of explains their kind of look. I don't know. So they originally lived in more arid terrains, but as these areas disappeared and became more swampy, they gradually moved to the waters of the hemlock forests, hence their natural stomping grounds now being the wetlands of North Pennsylvania. They developed webbed feet, but they're, <laughs> but they're, le hold on. They developed webbed feet, but only their left feet because they like to walk around of lakes. Of course, of course. I was so like, the, they developed webbed feet. Weirdos. What a bunch of weirdos. And then it gets even weirder. I didn't know what I was getting into feet? when I yes anded Jillian saying, oh, I love the squonk. I was like, excellent. <laughs> Wait, that was did, us placing our trust like, in Jillian. I love the squonk. And I love that we're doing it. <laughs> But but okay, so it has web feet on the it left. On one foot. That doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. Listen to the listen to the reasoning, you silly boy. They walk around lakes. If you walk around in a counterclockwise fashion, guess what? You got one left foot uh, getting wet, or I guess for them, two left feet getting wet. Yeah, so they're just. <laughs> now, if they started swimming, circles. I would have never been able to guess what this damn animal looks like. I thought what I you said did a was decent weird. job. This is weird. This is weird. Yes, I I thought you know you were creative. You were uh, inspired. Yeah. But I don't think anyone half could... Half mouse, half uh, centaur. Right, right. And I don't think anyone can guess the accuracy of this actual creature. But yeah, so yeah, they have webbed feet only on their left foot. Feet. 
Um, but supposedly the person named J.T. Wentling caught a squonk in a bag by mimicking its cries. Uh, but notice that the bag became extremely light because the creature had melted away. Remember, apparently a defense mechanism is that they just cry themselves apart. Of course. Yeah. That's how they've never been caught or seen or photographed. I, w- I wouldn't be here if uh, if I was a squonk. Elementary school had had its number on me. <laughs> we don't need to. This isn't psychology. We don't need to dive into all this, though. Uh, but coming back to J.T. Wentling, their story about catching the squonk may be one of the few recorded sightings at all of this creature. Another sighting comes from the author Walt Franklin's blog, The Rivertop Rambles, back in 2014, so actually relatively recently. He described seeing, quote, a fat gray bird the size of a chicken stumble into the streamside grasses, crying uncontrollably and disappearing from view, end quote. So when it cries and dies <laughs> or, be, or becomes <laughs> less corporeal, I don't know what happens to it. Cries and Maybe dies. this is the origin of ghosts. This is ghosts when they're, you know, and then they cry themselves apart and then they just become ghosts. No. Ah, fair enough. Is that how baby hands got? No. Man, baby hands started as a, a little squonk. No, baby hands not a squonk. He, no, that's he, true. He lived a better life. Those were fully formed, non-webbed hands. Uh, yeah. I've seen them. Yeah, we've seen those. We've seen baby hands. We've seen those paws. We, we, we've, we've seen them up against the damn side of a chapel for some reason. <laughs> I'm going to go back and place my hand against it, like next to it. That's what I'm saying. Like it an out. impassioned hand imprint in the glass, oh, yeah, Titanic true. style. I mean, like, obviously baby hands, little ghosts, but like... If I was to not believe that, ba- like a little ghost baby went up and made a little handprints, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you're just telling me that like a raccoon walked up and just put his paws up against the thing, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like entirely look, possible. The paws were there, okay. The the, yeah. the handprints were there. Whether right. or not you believe it was a ghost, is something did it. For if if you think that that was a raccoon, then you're denying baby hands. And to deny baby no, hands, I'm not denying baby, not hands. you, but those out there I'm who just, might be baby hands I'm deniers. Just in my head, a gang of raccoons like walked up and like this place is scary, and they're like, "Yo, check this out. I'm gonna leave my prints." And just bam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they walked up and they they made a uh, maybe it was two different raccoons, and they said, "We'll remember this together." Oh, right hand, left each. hand, one each. Yeah, yeah. and that like was if that was if it wasn't a little ghost baby, baby hands. Right. I mean, don't but forget the phone. There was a little phone. Right. Was like a foot the, there the was the phone. And then the wheelchair. There was a little baby wheelchair. There was, there was, there was baby was, wheelchair. There was, there was, was the phone. There was like an old rotary phone two feet off the ground. Was at this yes. <laughs> Who's evidence, I call just, it. Look, I'm just word. trying to play both sides of the fence here. Who's to say that we, you know, the raccoons were joyriding? Making calls and joyriding. Ordering pizza and no. Okay, so this thing is weird. So this thing is very weird. This This thing is really weird. Yeah. I just, I just. (laughs) What's up? What's going on? I can see the the stress in your brow. I I can literally Mm -hmm. look a person in the eye that like messes with squonks. It's Jillian. Yeah. 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 We needed, why didn't we have Jillian here? We should have. I will say. To defend herself. I messaged Jillian and I said, I hope you're okay. It was being talked about as the number one squonk fan. She said, oh my God, yes. And then she said, he's just like me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. He's just like me. You know what? You know what? Sometimes we see ourselves in in art, you know, and sometimes we see ourselves in squonk. I just have so many damn questions. (laughs) 
Because, oh, we like, should do a little bonus interview episode with with yeah. Jillian and talk about talk about Squaw. Yeah, Squaw. I just why want not? like like why. First of all, first of all, what's wrong? What's wrong? Second of all, why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. man. It's just it's just the most randomest little. I you see how the there, you there see how the probably... tone shifts though when we go from an abominable yeti snowman that eats humans right to to a squonk to a squonk. <laughs> it sounds how the tables turn. It sounds weird. Look, there was a. This thing is just so random that there was a decent chance that I would have went my entire life without knowing what the hell this right. is. That's part one. Part two is I now know what it is, and I now know someone <laughs> that's infatuated <laughs> with this damn thing. You went from zero to a hundred really quick. Yeah. Yeah. And Welcome sure, to the task force. And I'm sure she's a part of some kind of Facebook group where they squonk it up. <laughs> they, they squonk around, <laughs> you know. They've been known to squonk. They go, oh, you squonking? Yeah, I'm squonking. <laughs> well, I mean, that's also something very morbid in that, in that she says, he's just like me. <laughs> and I don't think I need to outline why, but dang. Anyway, well, it is worth saying that Jillian thinks Squonk is quite a cute little creature. She's been pushing for Squonk for yeah. months. She's been pushing yeah. for Squonk? We got Squonk pushers at, at the task force? It was, like, it was like she staged a walkout. If we didn't mm -hmm. do a Squonk episode, there was going to be no more episodes until Squonk. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, she, she had I a just, whole Squonk down and I just the days like counted by. I feel like in my head, Red Web Task Force HQ... Right, everyone there mm. got their badge, dressed to the nines, baby hands just floating around doing his thing. Right, right. We all have our own office. Jillian has her own office, and and we just kind of let Jillian do their thing for months on end. And I feel like I just knocked on the door because I needed something from Jillian, and no answer. Doors unlocked. I open, <laughs> look, and there's just the red web string and yeah. just it's the squonks and i was like what is this bro she's been working on a major project i have a, I have a major breakthrough don't come in like, what yeah. like i just stumbled upon it's like one of those spooky movies when somebody like like the shining when they finally take a peek at the work and it's just pages and pages of the word squonk and you're like oh no uh, okay oh boy you broke me quick on this one. <laughs> well, let's go back to Walter Franklin's sighting of this creature, right? Outside of his description, right, of it being maybe a fat gray bird the size of a chicken, stumbling and crying uncontrollably, he approached the creature. He claimed it turned into a long snake before he realized it was a rope of leaves and dirt in the water. So, to recap very quickly, he approaches this crying mass right. that's struggling around in the water. And he goes, oh my God, it's a squonk. He approaches it. So, so he knew at that moment that it was a squonk. Maybe. So he approaches it. He goes, oh my God, it turned into a snake. Where's it going? Oh, that's a rope covered in leaves and dirt. So really what was once seen as a squonk ended up being a, a little mound of trash. <laughs> kind of appropriate. And I don't know if it turned into that trash or if it was just an inadvertent sighting, but interesting. Like little trash gremlins. Yeah, exactly. Like a, like a raccoon that lost all of its hair. And its skin kept growing, but everything else stayed the same. So then he got Squonk. saggy. Yeah. The hair stopped growing, but the skin kept growing. <laughs> Think of nightmares. And now let's talk about maybe where this originated from. Because okay. the story of the Squonk, you know, as enticing and titillating as it is, seems to have originated from the need to protect the hemlocks from over-harvesting around the time of Cox's Fearsome Creatures was published. 
So basically, almost a, a superhero. We have another superhero cryptid in play to save the wetlands, right? This is the, the face, the figure, the voice what? of a conservative effort. What is this episode? <laughs> so this guy is, so they popped up to protect? Basically, what I, I mean, that was my own um, kind of storytelling. But what it, what it sounds like is, you know, a lot of these cryptids and creatures start as word of mouth, storytelling, right. et cetera. And a lot of the Terrence squonk the ones. Night, protector of the woods. Right. So they usually start somewhere. This one started within the logging camps. And the story has it that as they continued to harvest the wood from this forest, they were over harvesting. They were over deforesting, right? Mm. And, um, and so whether it was real or not, it became kind of like, a thing to protect the squonk or the squonk was protecting the forest kind of like a little lorax situation yeah and that's kind of where it got its start as a story and maybe it's spun away from itself from then since then right they didn't do but a yeah. good job going back to uh to cox though who wrote that book right he later became minnesota's first state forester Wait, what yeah so his experience with squonk and you know maybe uh get him a, get him Got him a leg up to be a forester. What does a forester do in, in particular, Christian? Do they... Yeah, is he protecting the forest or is he tearing the forest down? Or is down? he a logger? Foresters plan and help carry out forestry projects like planting new trees, monitoring and conserving wildlife habitats, choosing and preparing timber plots, assessing current timber value, and suppressing forest fires. And transplanting squonks. He works for Smokey the Bear. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like controlled fires, just making sure that the yeah. forest is healthy and... Yeah. Doing the good work, right? Now, in 1895, only 9 million acres of forested land remained in Pennsylvania before the arrival of Europeans. Uh, the number was almost three times that prior. Ooh. So it just shows how much land was was pulled yeah. apart and, and deforested for the sake of building and, and just consumption, right? Just humans. Yep. Um, and in 1915, the state began replanting. And then in 2020, the forest increased upwards of 16 and a half million acres nearly 60 percent of the state now so say what you will about squonk but it sounds like you know they're out there making moves maybe they're just crying on the plot of land and watering trees water yeah watering trees yeah that's that's the contribution i see squonks doing yeah you know what i i like a nice positive cryptid they don't all have to be out there Killing and eating humans or abducting people or Who's to say they're not scaring? just dipping into people, like taking a bath in people's teas and crying themselves and dissolving into it? Who knows if you drank a squonk? You think that's water you're drinking now? Doesn't seem squonky to me. Yeah, what would it do? I don't even want to ask the question. Probably tastes moldy. Yeah. <laughs> like stagnant. Stagnant. Just really moldy. But uh, a lastly, salt. a little salty. Uh, lastly, on, on the, uh, the front of Squonk here, in responding to comments on Franklin's blog, he wrote that with the difficulty and the stress involving the logging work, many drank whiskey, which likely led to the hallucinations and maybe exacerbating some of the storytelling, but also creating the illusion of looking into the dark, into the forest, seeing things and hearing things. And so if you have a bunch of loggers who are uh, really deep in their bottle of whiskey, so wait, that could be the origin of this creature. Whiskey causes hallucinations? I mean, if you get drunk enough, I imagine. Oh, okay. Just like drinking causes, yeah. can cause a hallucination. Yeah, I'm just, okay. I'm just quoting what Franklin's saying like, here. What? Yeah, but Learn to, something about whiskey. Yeah. Well, to quote him specifically, he says, My take on Squonk is that it does appear differently to whomever apprehends it. As you say, depending on sobriety, personality, fears, desires, etc. I think probably putting most emphasis on sobriety, but... The fact that it shifts based on who is seeing it is interesting. Maybe it is a creature that 
shapeshifts. Maybe it is. What is that thing in Harry Potter? Uh, Boggart? Bogart? B-O-G-G-A-R-T. Yeah, Bogart. A-R-T. Yeah. The Bogart. Yeah. It, it turns into your nightmares or something like that? It turns into things oh, you fear yeah. most. Things you're, yeah, that's what it was. And then most you do afraid it in like a closet. R- ridiculous! And then it turns into whatever. Something crazy. Yeah, like, like Snape silly. in a gown. I'm silly. It was Snape in a gown. Or the moon becomes a balloon. Mr. Potter. Mm, oh, <laughs> celebrity. I totally watched that the other day. Um, But yeah, that's Squonk. What a weird little thing. That's... I kind of like it now. It's uh, It's almost... Wormed its way into my heart. <laughs> I think that is the best action verb for that. That's how it What's got wrong? Jillian. Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> it's just the ta- we have such a big task force backlog of mysteries and mm-hmm. more important things, and we just don't need Jillian and, and <laughs> infecting the department with these squonk theories. Well, I don't know, man. I'm just like I'm starting to like this little squonk guy. And sometimes, listen. Sometimes you need a break from all the the mysteries. The sinister, the conspiracy, the depraved, right? And you the look nefarious, at, and you just what want to look at little weird dudes? <laughs> look at little weird, weird dude, and, and, and assess: <laughs> is this a case we're well, diving into, or is it just uh, all right? Don't look at him for too long. Well, gonna just and if <laughs> what if he what if he body swaps? You look, you ca- you cross him in the eyes, you swap bodies with him, and then you melt. All right, let's talk Bro, about. Could you imagine just a, <laughs> like this little weird, ugly little creature just running up to you and trying to stare you down <laughs> <laughs> so I can take your body? Look at me! Look at me! Hey me! Look at me! I want your body! Look at me! Don't look down! There's a squonk at your ankles! <laughs> what? Huh? What's a squonk? <laughs> I can't look away. My become, eyes! And then you become the thing that you feared. <laughs> and then you're like, oh no! <laughs> Squonkatize me, weird. Captain. What a weird thing this is. Very weird. Now, this one I know vaguely about. I don't know the, the inner details of it. This is so wait, one. was the, just to reiterate, Squonk yes. was the one you knew about? Squonk was not one I knew about. Okay. This next say. one I had known of. Okay. Right? Because essentially every state has one kind of key cryptid. All right. So you could look at all 50 states and be like, there's 50 unique cryptids. Some of them seem related. Some of them are similar to Bigfoot. Some are sim- similar to Nessie. Uh, some are very unique and one-off like Mothman. Or squonk. Um, but this next one definitely falls in a similar vein to Bigfoot. In fact, it's sometimes known as the Florida Bigfoot. Of course, Florida has their own goddamn Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. Could I not <laughs> say that? <laughs> yeah, what's up? Could I not I say that? that? He says it and then. <laughs> Saw Christian type away and I went, okay, I'm just doing my job. So <laughs> let's. Look, man, I just work here. <laughs> So let's talk about Skunk Ape. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm going to let that one sink in. I see it's in, it's hitting you deep, Skunk Ape. This is a weird team of cryptids. Dude. It is. Like, Here's the thing, and that's why I wanted to talk ape. about these obscure ones, because we all know the big ones. They all have like as yeah. much more sightings about them. They have the quote-unquote traditional you know, right. there's the, cryptid there's stuff. There's the cool kid right. cryptids. We're looking at, you know... The, the table beside the table in the lunchroom of cryptids. The one filled with all the Cobwebs. forgotten, you know, toys. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No the misfits. Swank, though. Okay, so skunk ape. Skunk ape. Is it? Let me, okay, so I'm assuming part ape, part skunk, really stinky, but. Boom. His face says it all. He's, he's eating bananas. Disgusted, and a little bit curious. Sh- I don't. Well, I don't know about that. So let's, let's dive into skunk ape because he purportedly lives, and I say he, they, it, the creature purportedly lives in the marshy forests of southeastern U.S., specifically Florida. 
often seen in the Everglades. Very swampy. A lot of hair to be in the swampy, yeah. mossy muck. You gotta be dirty, gross, disgusting. I'm just getting matted up. Sweaty. But here's the thing. Much like Bigfoot, it is bipedal, right? Walks upright on two legs. Right. It's a little bit shorter than Bigfoot, somewhere between five and seven feet tall, and it has more red color in its in its hair. It's got a little bit more of like a rusty brown, sometimes more outright reddish hair. Its name, not like it's creative or anything, I'm sorry, but it, it originates from its foul skunk-like smell. It is very much, and I actually have a picture of a purported skunk ape. Of course. I've we seen have this a photo, photo before in a in a, of course. In a textbook. It's kind of creepy. Jesus Christ, this thing is terrifying. Yeah, well, I mean It looks like a really big, really hairy old ape. Yeah. And it's got just an evil grin and piercing eyes. Yeah. There's it's no way this is real. Well, the I think the creature and the photo are certainly real. Whether it is this particular cryptid or just a regular animal is, is yet to be determined. No way. If you want to get your eyes on it, Task Force, our Twitter page is always at RedWebPod. That's a that's and a man. And then our YouTube channel where we put those photos. Could be, could be. And someone said, "Hey, hey, hey, smile." And they were just like, "Hey, probably." They're like, "Hey, mijo, come over." <laughs> and take this photo of me in the costume. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, maybe, huh? maybe, maybe oh, we'll make some okay. money. <laughs> is this just a. So, what you're saying is this is just a guy who likes to go out into the swamp, just collect himself in this hairy suit, and just sit and, and think just about it. a little photo shoot. Dang. And then someone. Is, throw, a, throw a rock. Anyone in Florida caught one of this photo and was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Now, another interesting fact, uh, besides its smell, is that they are also said to love lima beans. Of course. Would have been my dad's favorite child then. I didn't uh, <laughs> never finish my lima beans. <laughs> Butter beans were the better version. They're a little bit bigger. They didn't have that little hard bit in there. I Doesn't mean, is matter. Is there butter on them? No. What a lie. <laughs> what a lie. I'm like, this isn't buttery at all. This tastes like plant. Now, the Seminole in the Mikosuke tribe... Uh, and I hope I'm pronouncing that properly, have stories that feature a creature similar to Skunk Ape called Esti Kapkaki, or it translates to tall man in Seminole. It also has a bad smell, so it is basically unlike the Squonk, which has a more recent history stemming from drunken loggers, from my understanding. This seems to have more of a history in the native tribes of the area who also have stories of this creature that match the descriptions of it. Um, and again, it's it's in their language called a tall man that also smells bad. Um, so it's definitely a little bit more historied yeah. than the squonk is. I mean, this is more believable over Bigfoot just because of the fact really? that... Really? Yeah. With Bigfoot, you said there's a whole group of them hanging out. This is just one dude stinking <laughs> up Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, potentially, yeah. Um now, there was a similar creature that was sighted, supposedly, in the small community of Barden, Florida in the 1940s. It was called the Barden Booger. <laughs> now, Florida got to treat your cryptids a little better with these names. Um, was this just a, a man covered in boogs, a little dripping with snot? Barden Booger? The Barden Booger. Oh, yeah. man. I want to go back to work and just call everyone a booger now. <laughs> hey, you, you booger. I've been infected. <laughs> 
Now Bart the earliest, Mugger. yeah. Okay, I told you this was a weird one. It's definitely <laughs> a real a weird one. But the earliest like written it. account of the skunk ape is from 1942, when someone claimed that while they were driving, a skunk ape rode up on the side of their truck. Rode up. Okay, they didn't ride up. Okay, I added the okay. word up. Was, they rode on the side of the truck. Like I, I knew that skunk ape pulls up. You didn't mean it, but in my head, he pulled up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like a Ford F-150 or something like that. <laughs> no, Look I meant he was up Ford on the side Cuff, of the truck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and then just rolled up and then stopped right next to another car. That's that's instantly the flash image that happened in my head. It yeah. Was, and I was like, that's definitely not what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture him on a small Vespa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's environmentally conscious, you know. But... um. Other sightings became more frequent in the 60s and 70s. Pause. I wonder why. Yeah. A lot of, lot of substances passing around those them. decades. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of things. You see everything. And you then know? you just hear about it. And you're thinking about it. And then you're taking all these uh, hallucinative drugs. And then you're tripping out. Yeah. Seeing squonks and skunk apes. Now, like I said, they, they did become more frequent in the 60s and 70s after two hunters camping in Big Cypress National Preserve claimed nice. one of the creatures invaded their campsite in 1957. These sightings occurred all over Florida, but mainly, once again, in the Everglades. I'm just going to go ahead and say that was probably a bear. That's interesting, Christian. Yeah, are, bears are there in bears in Florida? I can see it now. Florida man releases series of bears after FBI raids place. That's true. Right? We're talking that about, is, we're talking about Bear King. <laughs> Florida. Yeah, Bear King. Or what was... It was Tiger King. Tiger, yeah. Yeah, now okay. it's Bear King. I yeah. mean, come on. There's got to be someone that's like, you know what? That guy's the king of tigers. I'm the king of bears. Right. Yeah, there's a Florida black bear. This subspecies Snap. of the American. Boom. Mystery solved. All right. How about this part? I, I haven't read this part oh, yet. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just wait on big you know. breath. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> he's, about to, he's about to crack this wide open. <laughs> now, another sighting featured two Palm Beach County police officers who claimed that they had to fend off a skunk ape that was stalking them. They followed the skunk ape's footprints to find damaged fences and whatnot. And, uh, and that's when it was stalking them and they had to fend it off. You saying these cops don't know what a bear looks like? I'm just saying, if there are two cops and you see some kind of weird skunk ape like that, you pull out the issued firearm. You just start mm -hmm. loading. Sometimes an unissued firearm, just a whatever Jeez. needs to be done. Look, it might be you or the skunk ape. You put it, you <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, if it was a bear, let's just be real. You're not fending off a black bear. Uh, I don't know about the Florida can you variety, can you but those are those with, are usually more aggressive. Can you fend it off with two two mags? Nine mil? I'm just going to piss the thing off. I don't know. See, like, what? how did they fend it what off? Did I'm just saying. Two mags? Two mags in the dome? <laughs> you know what I mean? Straight through the heart. <laughs> I I don't know how they fended it off. I should, not that you should go around shooting bears, but I'm just saying it's coming at you. Right, you right. Issued firearms. Well, here's what I'm seeing. It was stalking them, but then they're the ones following its trail of footprints. Damn, so, it's... Who's stalking who now? You know what I mean? Asking for some skunk skunk slightly, ape. Uh, slightly intelligent. Maybe. There were also many other sightings of skunk ape around this time that a bill was introduced in Florida to prevent harm to. Like an actual like state bill? Yeah. In 1977, there was a bill that was proposed to prevent the harm to, quote, anthropoid or humanoid animals. So 
Florida, I mean, say what you will, they're at least trying to protect this thing. They might think, hey, this is the emergence of a new creature that we just haven't seen. Let's at least protect it. So, I mean, In my it doesn't mind, go extinct instantly. Literally one dude, I told, I told his little dude, hey, I'm going to put this on. <laughs> i take a quick photo. It's going to yeah. be awesome. And now we got a bill passed? Well, Cops saying these scenes proposed. something? It proposed? was proposed. It never passed. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wonder how close the vote was, though. Another surge of skunk ape sighting occurred in the 90s, because uh, we all forgot the 80s. And in 1997... Oh, good music. Yeah. In 1997, a tour bus with 30 to 40 people visiting Big Cypress all claimed to have seen the same strange bipedal creature. This sighting was highly publicized and reignited even more interest in the skunk ape. Probably what brought it into our more recent history. Um... That reignition there in the 90s. I will say, it's a little harder to get a whole bus full of people on board with a lie like this. Yeah. Convincing 30 to 40 people? Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. You must believe they saw something then, right? right? You bring them into into Task Force HQ, we'll grill them. We'll find the cracks. Right. Expose them for their lies. But I think they saw like a bear. We're also going to stick them with truth serum. (laughs) (laughs) Pop. Tell us what you know. I don't think we went public with that, but here we are. (laughs) Now, it all started in the 90s when I lied about Skunk Ape. Here we are. Uh, I, I'm sure they just saw like a bear or something. Or an or stack of raccoons. A stack of raccoons in an ill-fitting human suit. Yeah. So I have another photo here that is a, another proposed photo. And, I, and I'll get into the, the goings on of this photo. But again, I want to reference our YouTube page and uh, our Twitter page if you want to check out photos. But um, coming in now, you know, moving on from that that bus full of people that supposedly saw the skunk ape, we have one David Sheely who founded the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters. Uh, apparently, he had known about skunk ape since his childhood and tried to bait one that same year. Um, you want to guess how he kind of baited this skunk ape to come out? Based on what you um, know. The f- frozen meat for the uh, family's dinner that week. So his own frozen family meat what yeah like frozen family meat like you got steak in the fridge oh freezer his family's just fine it's no. it's his family's meat no, man, i thought we talked about six stuff on this show I well, hey listen this guy i want to make sure it's clear then- i'm just saying i want to make sure it's clear people uh, the audience can't see the wild in your eyes when you say it <laughs> i'm not um, saying he chopped up his family well uh, i'll just say no no meat um he left lima beans. Are you serious? Yeah, he left out little piles of lima beans in multiple locations. Okay. And then, hey, you know what? He found him missing the next morning. So he was on to something. So over the next two weeks, Who you knows? know, he was he continued to look for it. Now, in those two weeks, multiple tour groups reported sightings of the skunk ape in that very same area. So, I mean, maybe there's a, a future where you and I go to Florida with pocketfuls of lima beans and a, and a hope in our hearts. And a camera. Maybe we'll find it. I'm going to throw them in an area mm-hmm. and then run to safety. You're going to slosh to safety through the thick marshes of the Everglades. Well, it depends. You I, also need to I be need... there because you're my mosquito magnet. Well, here's, you're going to keep I, me safe. Oh God, mosquitoes love me. I hate it. Well, here's the thing. I don't necessarily need to run. You just need to be faster than the next how, person. Um, how fast do you run a mile, Christian? You talked about you two guys. I no, 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 no. We need our man in the chair right. there. And you know yeah, what? There's no chairs you in the Everglades. You can't move a chair too quick through the Everglades. Look, they got chairs with wheels on them. 
I'll scoot you back and forth in his chair right now. That's got to be faster than the slowest person. There are theories on the skunk ape. Okay. And much like, you know, Bigfoot, it's kind of like, is it a hoax or is it real? Right. We'll talk about that. Can't help but notice we didn't have a hoax or a real for Squonk. I don't know if Jillian was afraid of the truth. Us discussing what went on. I just want to interview Jillian now. I, we definitely need to. Just a one-on-one, you and Jillian. So what happened? You know, like the bright lights. Where were you? Have you seen one? Yeah. <laughs> well, hello there, Task Force. Or at this point, I don't know. Should I just call you squonkers? Feels like we have a very divisive topic on our hands. And... We uh, teased the idea of doing an interview with Jillian, but we actually did. We just today, as of today, filmed one, or recorded one, I should say. Alfredo sits down with Jillian, and we have that tucked away at the end of this episode, like a post credit scene, as Christian likes to say. So uh, stick around at the end of this episode. We're going to close out the episode. You're going to have the music and everything. And then at the end, Alfredo and Jillian are going to be talking about Squonk. And this is a great opportunity for you to get to know Jillian, uh, the person who's been behind a lot of the research that we've done on this show. So yeah, it'll be a good time. Uh, we've also talked about in in that um, maybe some Squonk propaganda to counter the Mothman propaganda. Who knows? Uh, maybe, maybe we'll do something fun with that. But otherwise, uh, yeah, stick around for that. It's a lot of fun. But let's talk about some of today's sponsors. This episode of Red Web is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We've talked about BetterHelp before here on Red Web, but right now we want to discuss uh, some of the stigmas around mental health. There's so many misconceptions around therapy uh, and who it's for, but therapy is truly for everyone. Learning to accept and move through our emotions is helpful to all humans. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you could be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This episode of Red Web, once again, is sponsored by BetterHelp and Task Force. You can get 10% off your first month if you so choose at BetterHelp.com slash Red Web. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Red Web. This episode of Red Web is also sponsored by Audible, where you can get a ton of audio entertainment all in one app. They've got the best of what you already love, plus some totally new discoveries. You might know Audible from the incredible selection of audiobooks across genres from bestsellers and new release to celebrity memoirs. Audible members can choose one title a month to keep, including new releases, and new members can try Audible for free for 30 days. I was using Audible quite a lot to help me stay motivated in the gym. Now, I know a lot of people like to listen to music, but nothing got me out of bed like a good story because I wanted to know what would happen next, and I would only allow myself to listen to those Audible stories in the gym. So I got to have these amazing stories that I also got to keep forever while also kind of getting myself motivated to do something. So whether it is working out, going to the gym, driving to work or whatever, Audible is a good opportunity to get some of that entertainment in your life. Visit audible.com slash redweb or text redweb to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Again, that's 30 days of Audible free at audible.com slash redweb or simply text redweb as one word to 500-500 to join Audible and listen to a ton of book and podcast titles. And now back to some more obscure cryptids. 
But the last thing I want to say, uh, kind of to, to yep. support this image that I just referenced earlier. Now, this photo was taken, I believe, by Vince Dorr, who was a part of the Atropy Fire Control District. In fact, he was the chief of such district. Supposedly, he photographed the creature walking away from him, which is very reminiscent of the quintessential, the famous Bigfoot photo right. where it's somebody lumbering away. Now, I have it printed out for you. It's blown up, and so it's very grainy. Um, as always, Task Force, you know where to go, but it's very hard to see. It is circled for your convenience. Yeah, it looks like well, like Florida woods, and this thing is just like a, a very hairy man figure walking away. Right. Coming back to the man who spoke half Spanish, Spanglish, mm-hmm. asking his young son to take a photo of him. Maybe this is... Well, yeah. I mean, look. Here, look, right? In the world, mm-hmm. he just goes, hey, mijo. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to walk away, take a photo while I walk away, mijo. Check this out. Hey, 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 check this out. He goes into a little post. Hey, oh, check, man. Check this one out. Huh? Yeah, you see that one? Huh? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm gonna video this just so I can put this just so I can put this on the Twitter page. Hold on. Just goes, it's gonna be vertical. I'm sorry. What what does he do? He just goes, hey, Mijo, just go. <laughs> you like that one? I need to. I'm just saying That's what Check this one out. Hey, check, uh. this, check this one out. And he and he and he's just doing the most subtle pose <laughs> into the Bigfoot sense. Uh. It's like that famous Bigfoot, huh? Uh. Mm. Hey, check this out. Uh. All right. Let's talk about some of the information behind it being a hoax, right? Man because in a suit. It very likely could be a man in a suit because that's the thing with a lot of cryptids that are that make them so hard to prove. They're fun to believe in. They're fun to like talk the stories about. Um, but it's it just the, the burden of proof is so large, right? Because it's it's hard to say, you know, zoologically speaking, how can this creature have been around for so long and only have a few whimsical sightings a few right. pieces of evidence how we not run into it exactly. but also it's just a matter of time before we catch these things in 4k right right or is it i don't know maybe I mean, ufo sightings stop with the uh with the blurry vhs tapes i mean everyone everyone has these super high-res cameras on mm-hmm. like that are literally their phones right i whip this out in two seconds and yeah. now we're in a, a day and age where if anything happens people whip out their phones and they're trying to scoop it on social media right everyone's got their phone yeah even if they don't have a following they're just like i'm gonna record this and throw it up on my twitter exactly yeah let's talk about the ideas of it being a hoax first because it does seem like without so much there's there's way less information regarding the skunk ape as opposed to the other bigger cryptids we've talked about but you know much like any of them it could be a hoax with the popularity of sightings being specifically in the 60s and 70s people may have just thought that they saw one uh, or that they heard someone had saw one, so they then went right. into it expecting to see I'm it. And it. Jump in on this, yeah. It's very reminiscent of I what wanna, we talked about with Mothman. Yeah, I you want know. a cool story to tell. Right, or you come yeah. in with some preconceived notions, almost like a placebo effect sort of situation. They could have also seen another different animal that they maybe didn't even know what it was or recognize it. Uh, Joe Nickel, author and paranormal skeptic, believes that witnesses are actually seeing black bears with severe mange. That wouldn't be the first time yeah, that a, that a yeah, creature we, with mange was on. Yeah, we talked about that. We, there was one where we talked Chupacabra. about Chupacabra. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was the wolf thing. Oh, Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch. That one as well. That one where it was like it was a wolf with mange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least that's what the theory is. Exactly. And I mean, but the, you said there was like DNA tests that came back and like it didn't match anything. Yeah, and that's and that's like you know, as someone who has solved ninety nine percent of these cases that come through our door, um, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. one threw me for a loop. 
That's the only one that made it by you? That's the only one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's also hard to say, like, when, like, I didn't expect there to be black bears in Florida. And so if I'm looking through the woods, especially if I've heard of a skunk ape and I see something big moving, yeah. especially if it's got a bunch of, like, moss on it or grime from being in the swamp, or if it's covered in mange, I might be inclined to think that it's something different, something cryptozoologically speaking, right? Yeah, if, if from a distance that far in the woods, I see, like, this weird manged bear i'd be like what is going on here mm -hmm. who took who, who took like a razor blade to this bear oh my god who taught this bear how to shave right? yeah. looking real patchy <laughs> i mean and also like the last note i want to say on the hoax is like when it comes to the lima beans you're in the everglades lots of stuff living and scooping around in those waters anything could have eaten the lima anything. beans i mean i could have been out there you know looking to get some vitamin whatever's in those your dad would have been proud he would have been proud <laughs> Um, you know, just on a family trip, scooping up handfuls of lima beans <laughs> in the Everglades. Um, but let's talk about some of the ideas and arguments for it being real. Because, okay. you know, especially if you believe in like Bigfoot and Yeti. Right. Um, like, or this the is a cousin or exactly. an adjacent creature. Yeah. Could this be a, a long lost, if you will, like relative to Gigantopithecus or a long lost ancestor to humans that grew up next to us, but secluded, right, from our civilizations? So we know someone that believes in squonks. Mm -hmm. There's got to be someone in this company that we know that believes in Bigfoot, right? Let's put the feelers out. Send some emails. Post some yeah. slacks. If anyone really, truly believes in Bigfoot. Let's really make sure we start from the top down. Start with oh, the yeah. GM of the company. Yeah. And work our way down. <laughs> I think we need to prioritize this. I might urgent. Be, I might defer to you on that. I think we say urgent twice in the title. <laughs> yeah. Push it to the top. Just go ahead and throw five meetings. On as well. <laughs> can't, you can't dodge all of them. But I mean, yeah, like if especially if you believe it, it, it is an interesting theory to expand upon the idea of some other whether like ape like creature. Yeah. Uh, evolving next to us but being in so low numbers that somehow they make it to modern day but they just don't get seen. Oh, we not seen it would it. be it would be very nuts. Wild. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Um but you know it could be related to Bigfoot, could be re related to Yeti. But Sheely argues that because of the swampy nature of the Everglades, signs of the skunk ape would very quickly decompose, therefore making it hard to track down and figure out if, you know, especially if it's hair or footprints, they all get washed away or dissolved over time. Gators eat anything too, right? Yeah. I mean, you could put a metal hook in a gator's well, I mean, gullet. What about like footprints and poop? I mean, water dissolvable, right? Or water yeah. soluble? And of course, you probably walk across the poop and you just go, you know what? That's mud. It either looks like, right, mud or like a bear did it or some kind of animal. Or if it looks more human like, mm -hmm. then you just go, that's some weird person taking poops in the wood and not burying it <laughs> maybe it's the lima bean guy who's out who's out here clear pooping popping squatting and <laughs> hanging out in the everglades but the linchpin in the argument for the skunk ape being real oh here we go an anonymous person reported to the police of course anonymous all right you saw this photo Step already one i would want to distance myself from this claim perhaps as well they said that they saw that there was an orangutan in the wild near Miyaka River State Park, they included an image which had been called the Miyaka Skunk Ape. Now, that's the image I showed you. Is this one right here? Terrifying. It's terrifying because Still. it's like glowing eyes in the dark. It's a it's very smiley orangutan behind some like, shrubs, some ferns. At night, so you get that like 
mm-hmm. like that light glare in the eyes. Yeah. And it also looks a lot darker than a orangutan. But I guess, you know, if somebody had an orangutan pet, you know, we got orangutan king out there now. That, and they released it to the true. wild. It would probably be able to live as long as its natural life. It would probably figure things out unless a predator came through. I don't know if multiple were released, but it would fit all of the sightings. It is not meant for this environment, so it would get very terrible smelling, right? Very quickly. True. Um, if it it was said that the skunk ape has reddish hair, which mm-hmm. definitely plays with the orangutan angle, and the size of it, uh, if it stood upright, could easily look like that. Um, if it was to be real. If it was to be real, right? I believe it. Yeah, sure. And I and I, I don't know. I'm not saying that like it's it was straight up real, but I am saying that it's Florida. Someone definitely owns an orangutan, whether legal or not, and someone else has certainly released an orangutan to the wild, unfortunately. Yeah. Releasing animals to the wild outside of their natural environment is a big issue. Right. Especially in Florida. Gators, snakes, all those sort of things. So the people that believe in the skunk ape believe that it's an orangutan. They might believe that it is a a cryptid, right? Okay. A set-alone species. Interesting. But the idea that this sighting came through, that there was an orangutan with such a clear photo, kind of says, okay, maybe there is something that is being seen, but this is the answer to that thing, rather than it being a new right. species. And to, the, to that, I, buy I, that. Would, I would say that that makes more sense yeah, to me. Yeah, that makes sense to me. If that was yeah. an actual real photo, I'm telling you, <laughs> we open Red Web HQ, like maybe a couple of services to the, uh, to the public. One of those services being we'll verify whether or not the photo is real because my goodness the number of things that come through this damn table mm-hmm. that have just like has anyone verified this at all whatsoever we get maybe someone that retired from the fbi oh yeah you know wow. grizzly guys just like I've maybe had, we can poach I've, someone i've had enough maybe but some- then like then you, just when I had enough, just when I had they enough, pull me right they back, pull me in. back in. Do we want someone grizzled, game. old, and angry, or do we want someone fresh, hungry, willing to we grow? Someone to whip we need to, we need to poach them from shape. the FBI. FBI is going, we're losing people left and right to the task force. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I've never heard of this agency. <laughs> is this the UK? Is this MI6? And we'll be like, absolutely, we are. And then we'll be served 50 million cease and desist. <laughs> right, right. Then we'll be forcibly dissolved and arrested. Um, and then when the podcast disappears one day, you'll just know. <laughs> the, we're in the FBI came from. Yeah. We are in lockdown somewhere. Some like dark off the grid site. For an office, we started recruiting and then the FBI <laughs> shut us down. <laughs> yes, I can't help but see do you have a listing here that we don't like. Um, let's talk about the last cryptid, the okay. last obscure cryptid that the we're going to talk about one. for this episode. Here we go. This has been a wild ride so far. Yes. And before I get into it, Task Force, you know the many ways to reach out to us. You can comment on our videos. You can review us. You can email us at redweb at roosterteeth.com if you want us to uh, check out any other cryptids. You can tweet us. There's a, we, we see all of it. So if, you, uh, if there's other obscure cryptids that you think would make for whether a lighthearted episode like this or something a little bit like more eerie, um, we would love to hear because we were trying to build this list of cryptids and there's a lot out there that we just don't know about and we don't know how much information yeah. is on some I'm, of these. I'm sure there's other ones that are really fun and other ones are like s- scary and Spooky. terrifying. Maybe yeah. some kind of ghouls. Some ghouls. Some ghouls. Man, if the task force has their own evidence of these things too, oh, I'd love to see that. Love to see that stuff. Like make sure you verify it first. I don't know. Like contact the proper authorities. Like us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have, we have a service. Us. We are the service. Pending. Okay. Is you. 
<laughs> you know what? I verify it. You know what? I verified it All, already before it comes in. Let's talk about now. Okay. The final cryptid. Wow. The Oklahoma octopus. What? <laughs> they just kind of took the state name and the nearest looking creature and uh, it's not squonk. Is it just an octopus? Well, let's get into it. I don't know. Is so it this just one a really big octopus? We'll get in there. So if this is some kind of man octopus that lives on land, I swear to <laughs> a man octopus. Now I'm just thinking of an octopus that trudges up on the beach, but then you see its tentacles kind of swirling around it, and then it goes, nah. And then like it was being abducted off the beach, it rises, but beneath it, two sheer, shiny, pale, bald legs. Fresh <laughs> underneath it, human legs just that like, it walks up on top of, and then it just waltzes away. It's like baby legs, like thick. No, tall. Oh, tall. Five legs. foot legs, two Jesus kneecaps, Christ. ten toes, oh. two ankles, two heels, two feet. Oh, his heels. <laughs> busting thighs. Oh, okay. We well, cheeked up. You need the juiciest of thighs. Yeah, and no front like a Ken doll. I need and someone then to draw it wanders this off. monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about the Oklahoma octopus. Now, this one, unlike the other two, does not live on land, as you could have maybe gathered. Okay. It is specifically in the water. It doesn't Crypt go back and forth. It is specifically in the water. Cryptid of the sea. Well, a lake. It's I don't know how much, you know, seafront property you're expecting in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There's none. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is uh, all surrounding Oklahoma's Lake Thunderbird and Lake Ten Killer. So shout out to any of our Oklahoma task force members who live in the nearby area. If you don't know about this, maybe yeah, you do. my Okies. Yeah, is that what they call the Okies. Um, now, a lot of visitors have been drowned in these lakes, purportedly by what some believe to be a cryptid. And that's what they call the Oklahoma octopus. Now, when described, because it hasn't been seen by a whole lot of people, it's more of a storied, story-based sort of thing so far, um, and very recent at that. So it's described as a giant leathery freshwater octopus. It's reddish brown in nature, and it's said to be the size of a horse. Ooh, that's big. Very big. But, but that creeps me out. Like Ooh, I don't want to go swimming in Oklahoma Squids now. and octopuses that are that large, like in the sea? Definitely. Yeah. Squids, at least. Yeah, right? Squids. You have the giant and then... It's huge squids. Well, there's the giant squid and then there's... There was an octopus, too. Christian, go Why ahead. Why am I blanking on the other please. one? Giant Pacific octopus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Large marine cephalopod. It's not giving me a, it's not giving me a size. Hang on. Okay, go ahead and recrunch it. Yeah, crunch those numbers. Stand by. Scientific record, the, the heaviest giant Pacific octopus was 156 pounds. No my God. Man, 156? I weigh more than them. What? But for an octopus? What? It's all brain. It's all brain and tentacle. With an arm length He's of flexing right feet. now. He's got his arms out, puckered lips. <laughs> he's like, he's trying to front on an octopus <laughs> in Oklahoma. Oh, the octopus stepped up on me, bro. What's your... <laughs> we, got, we got skunk ape pulling up. And then we, and now, and now we've <laughs> doing so many things. Like he's getting closer to the microphone, like you can hear it. Like, I have to describe just, it. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boost the audio. <laughs> that's that is one step away from my Poseidon, you know. And maybe that's why. Oh, that's how battles go down underwater. You got Poseidon going, mm. and then and then I was going. 
Okay, so we have the giant squid, which is about 43 feet in length. I mean, 13 yeah, meters long. Huge. Heavy. And may, may have weighed nearly a ton. I don't know how much of that is water weight, but hey, we're not, you know, we're not going to make them sweat it out on the, Wait, on the treadmill. Wait, you weighed nearly a ton? Supposedly. I mean, maybe that's the estimate. Now, I'm trying to figure out... Right, I'm not stepping up to that. Now, there's a graphic that shows, because there's the giant squid, but then there's something else, like supermassive squid, or just like basically a synonym. Colossal squid. Ooh. Yeah, there's the giant squid and the colossal squid. I believe the colossal squid is much chonkier and yeah. like in size i think it's the one on the left and then the giant squid is smaller but longer because Whoa, of its main attack tentacles are super long tentacles so one is a uh, damn short and stout but like definitely bigger yeah, mass reach is the other one's like massive. a lot shorter but with Just, really long reach yeah, yeah exactly big. But yeah so that's what we're looking at a freshwater octopus at this point now the reason why people think that it might be a cryptid is not only because the drownings that have happened in the area um, but the lakes are said to have an unusually high amount of deaths and drownings, particularly in the 2000s, the early 2000s. Hmm. So they're attributing it to something. Um, now, the scientist in me, the, the very weak, feeble scientist in me says, what are the other natural causes? What, are, what else right. could be happening here that makes the water a little bit more unsafe? Um, but we're talking about cryptids. So yeah. in 2008, the drownings in particular increased by 40%. A one-year spike of 40%. Now, I don't know how many people it is, and I feel like it's too morbid to ask, but was it in the hundreds or anything, Christian? Like, 40% yeah, increase of drownings? Yeah. On what number? Yeah, it's it's hard to say. Some The the numbers are all over the place, basically. But the most drastic result that I'm seeing is the, the State Health Department's Injury Prevention Service. I don't know exactly what that encompasses, reported 93 drownings in 2008, but 09 figures were about 77. Okay, so like a pretty, I mean, that's already a decent amount of unfortunate a lot uh, happenings. But did they find the bodies? Ooh, because that's, under this storytelling, you would imagine that right, gulped be, up. What I a terrible way to go. The tiny little beak of an octopus. Even if it's the size of a horse, that's like... Dude, those things look I, like they just pierce yeah. everything that comes across them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, were they, like were the bodies, like, I don't know, turned up? Because then at that point, you'd probably see some sort of marking or bruising that it was an octopus. Or right. Some beak the, marks. the gripping from the tentacles or anything like that. Well, while Christian looks into that, I want to kind of expand upon the story of this particular cryptid. So, Norman, Oklahoma where Lake Thunderbird is located, is known for other weird and paranormal activities as well. So this isn't like a unique thing. Okay. Um, you know, there are stories of a ghost in a barber shop, for example, and ghosts that haunt the University of Oklahoma campus. I don't know if they're necessarily related to these, to these events, these drownings in particular, or to the cryptid at large. Um, but, oh. it, I, but it at least shows that there's some sort of other activity there. Whether, whether it be real or not, it... On one hand, it shows a yeah. bunch of belief in, into these things. Right. And so it could become um, a runaway issue. Or it could show that this is a paranormal hotspot and that this cryptid is just a part of that, right? Yeah. What unfinished business? Because usually it's like, oh, it's a ghost 
homework. They stick around, so it's like, yeah, I'm going to get to class. Got to get to class. What about a ghost in a barbershop? Sometimes you want to just hang out and chill and chat, you know? <laughs> just ready to just pass. good conversations happening uh, or in a barbershop. Or if the ghost was evil, I just imagine you'd be hitting people up with bowl haircuts. Could you imagine, like, somebody's working on a really nice fade, yeah. and then uh, the All ghost sudden, is like, I've mustered up enough energy to touch something once yeah. in this decade. Yeah, and just shoves it. Ah, what do you do? You're like, oh, messing up people's a, dudes. A bald spot. Like, bro, man, that's, you sign up for the ghost. He hit you with it. Yeah. Hey, once a decade, this ghost musters up enough strength to <laughs> shove hit you my with a gross fade. Yeah, to <laughs> shove my shaving arm. Let's hope it's not you. But hey, in uh, in Arkansas, there was also a man named John Mazarick who caught an octopus in Lake Conway in 2003. It was clinging to the gates on the dam. So it isn't unheard of, basically, is what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's not unheard of that octopi make their way into these inland areas and into these freshwater lakes. Um, whether they would prey on people or not is a, is kind of a different story. Um, it's like a rogue yeah. octopus. Especially if like there's other creatures living in there that octopus would normally right. feed on, right? Like fish or something. But visitors have claimed to spot the Oklahoma octopus, but there's no physical evidence of the creature. So it still remains in the realm of storytelling of at this point. Others claim that counter to the idea of this being a cryptid, what is actually um, preying on a lot of the swimmers is a giant catfish. I don't know if you have seen how big a catfish can get. No. But Christian, we need to pull up a photo. Catfish can get spooky huge, what? and they can swallow you whole. What? what? Yes. What do, you, what do you mean? Bro. Hit me with it. I'm 6'1". Gone. 180. Whoa. You tell me a cactus goes cactus. Catfish? Cactus will mess me up. Catfish go mm -hmm. swallow me whole? Uh, Under the right circumstances, entirely possible. I mean, Let me, just even just Googling no largest way. catfish, you get some, some real big boys. Right. I'm a grown-ass man. Look at this. Holy. Okay, that's big. What? Like immediately. It's so. Th this is just the what? first photo when I look at large cabbage. So, so uh, like a lot of fish, and this is me just going off of things I've been told in my life. We need to cut those things off. Like a lot of fish, catfish, like a gas, will expand to fill the vessel that they are given. Goldfish do the same thing. They just, I mean, catfish just are bottom feeders. They eat everything. Yeah. And so they usually are, you know, hard to starve out because they'll find something to eat on. And when they're in a lake Whoa. and they're not poached or they're not killed by other circumstances, they can just keep growing as long as there's food there to be eaten. What? Yeah. So. And so, like, let me, let me I mean, pull So up. what do they do? You're just, like, sucking on your legs? Oh my God! I can fit in that thing. Exactly. All right, never mind. So I'm just mind. showing them a couple photos this here. This thing will swallow me whole. Yeah. So the thing is, like, I've seen photos of catfish just swimming by and sucking something down. Like fish do. What? They just open their mouth, swim yeah. by, and it pulls in some of the water, and boom, uh, in you go. And so if a catfish was, you know, stalking somebody or just hungry or whatever, um, it just like the way it looks is like they open their mouth and it creates that suction. Yeah. Boom, and you and suddenly, before you can even react. Oh my God. You're just be, being dissolved boom, inside a catfish. Just pulled in. What a random death. Could you imagine? You just be like, where am I? What am I? What has, is this? What am that, I in? Has that ever happened? And then you happened? Boba Fett out. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would Drax. Has it. that ever happened? I would Drax. Probably. <laughs> oh yeah, you Drax with me. <laughs> Good thing you were clutching your two knives. Ha, 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 ha. 
But yeah, it, has that ever, it's definitely that happened. It's huge. What the Anacondas hell? Anacondas have put down some some kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure catfish have, not just in Oklahoma, but in other okay, places. Okay, so this thing is a catfish. Yeah. So it's the, what is it? Oklahoma? No. Oklahoma Ohio. catfish. Why are we calling it an octopus? It's probably a catfish. Well, that's what some people claim. Some people have, have claimed that they saw a, a freshwater octopus. Giant, leathery, reddish brown. Others claim that what is probably lurking in the water most likely, right. all things considered, giant catfish right the um, lake 100k you just swim tread, across you just <gasps> swim across just oh no tread for how long tread for like i don't know like like an hour you can take breaks 100k in an hour done done you just tread like on the like on the the shore or like no in the middle center. of it just smack dead dab center. Love it. smack dab dead center you just tread for an hour 100k the question for me is can i even tread water for an hour that's tough yeah i say you could but so you could get that out of the way. I'm you not could. too worried about the middle because catfish usually stay at the bottom. They don't. They're not like they're. They're not usually. And I again, I'm mostly. To, I'm talking out of the side of my ass here. Christian, you want to go off? They this mostly. Usually, they mostly don't. <laughs> they don't pre- they like, <laughs> they're not seeking things out and hunting. They're not like sharks. Well, yeah, for sure. I don't. Yeah. So I would imagine once so you get closer to the shore, where they like have fine. their little mud caves. They come out and get you. I would think I'd be perfectly fine. But 10 minutes ago, you just told me a catfish can suck a human hole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Tell me I'm going to suck down like a lollipop. Give me two knives, <laughs> a little bit of a life vest to help keep me a little bit afloat. I'll still kick with my legs. And then if I get sucked in, knives out. You'd have confidence that you just <laughs> cut your way through a catfish? I don't know. I would need some sort of <laughs> I would need some sort of localized respirator. That confidence went from sixty to zero. <laughs> it went the complete opposite direction. He's like, just give me two nine. I don't know. <laughs> I just need to have the best opportunity I can ask for. I would say if I had a respirator, uh, so I could breathe inside the thing. I don't want to suffocate while I'm trying to hack out. You I also got the could, I could go to the depths of the of the lake. You're My ears get knives. blown out. You're got the- <laughs> I'm gonna be comfortable when I break out of this catfish. <laughs> yeah, I wanna, I wanna break out and live, not break out and die. All right. Well, All much right. like skunk ape, let's talk about the hoax and, and reality behind, or the theories rather behind this. So the Oklahoma octopus could easily be a hoax, right? Especially when you have the idea of giant catfish swimming around. That's wild. First and foremost, no cephalopods have ever been able to survive consistently in fresh water. Not that we are aware of anyway, unless there's a new species. And so if there was a giant octopus, there most likely isn't one now. Um, just, it might have just been like, well, didn't you say it stopped? There was like a spike? Yeah, in the early 2000s. Ooh. Specifically in 2008 is when the, the drownings increased. Is this like a Lake quickly. Placid type situation? Could be. Someone just threw in a giant octopus that was supposed to be there? Yeah. Could be. Another wrinkle to this cryptid being in this lake is that Lake Thunderbird is a man-made lake constructed as recently as 1965, so it is unlikely for an octopus to have been able to reach it and adapt then to the fresh water in such a short time. A natural lake could be connected to the ocean in the past, present, future, whatever. This was built, constructed. I mean, it doesn't mean there aren't creatures in it. I think that's where the catfish could easily come into play. Or, like you said, somebody released a giant octopus into this, and then it preyed on if it people. If was man-made, why would we put catfish in it? You, we wouldn't. But what happens is, even if you make a lake, you could put a giant... You could put a pool out, and then just never touch it, and eventually fish will show up in it, because birds will inadvertently bring eggs on their feet and on their feathers from other places. 
And then, oh, they, right. then they land, and the eggs fall off, and then they hatch, and then that's how you get a populated lake that was man-made. I learned a lot today. Yeah. Facts with Trey. <laughs> In addition to it being man-made, there are no connecting inlets to Lake Thunderbird. But the fact that it's all isolated really make it hard to believe that this would be the one unique time for a freshwater octopus to be making their, their uh, arrival. But let's talk about the idea of it being real and what kind of factors play into that. Some people believe that it is feasible for an octopus to adapt to fresh waters. Octopi have a relative short reproductive cycle and it could evolve faster than other animals because of that. They have adapted to live all over the world, including extremely cold waters down in Antarctica, so it's shown their adaptability. Uh, and they also can survive on land for short periods of time, perhaps long enough to somehow get into Lake Thunderbird. Again, I don't know if they're slopping along the beach, stepping up onto their nice legs, and then strutting their way over, but I mean, that maybe some like help. a long journey. It's a long journey. But maybe with some help, I don't know. That's a stretch. Yeah. Strut onto the beach, then got thrown into the lake or somehow made it over, and then it adapted. Mm -hmm. Some kind of super freak of an octopus. There's some sort of like mad scientist on the shorelines of the lake running experiments just to create a freshwater octopus and his his creature got out of hand. Do you know there's there's probably someone trying to do that somewhere. Probably. That's also I mean some kind of like island of Dr. Moreau type situation. I feel like More any like basement of Dr. I feel like Moreau. everything is possible. So yeah. even if you come up with something as specific as that, the world is so big, there's so many people. So many people. Something like you, that's going on. You can't keep eyes on everybody? I don't know. No, there's no way. I almost said something about eyes and octopus having eight of them, but I yeah. I made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing uh, is that is jellyfish are also able to adapt to fresh water and so people say because of that maybe octopus can also do that wouldn't we see markings though like jellyfish stings and whatnot I just I just think they're saying that because jellyfish are able to adapt, oh okay yeah, that they're yeah. using that as their reasoning for other that octopus could as well right other creatures to do it did we ever find out if we saw the bodies oh right it didn't really go into detail. They just said that uh, the highest percentage of those drowning deaths were from lakes and that the total statistics encompassed, I think, lakes, swimming pools, hot tubs, and a fourth thing that I don't Wait, remember. What? Wait a minute. So, so a lot of the drownings include hot tubs? Uh, it includes deaths from water in lakes, pools, bathtubs, and hot tubs. But so the highest percentage of drownings came from lakes. The last thing that, that kind of helps support this cryptid's potential is that a lot of people believe because North America used to be covered in ocean, which is proven by fossil records, that the Oklahoma octopus could be a living fossil from that time period. Doesn't really, again, stand up because of the fact that most lakes in Oklahoma are man-made. I also don't know how you could have a living fossil. Right. I, there's a lot of strange things out there. There's tardigrades that can last a long ass time and survive a lot of things, but they're very small. I don't know if there's a just big just creature. Like dormant in the dirt? Like, right. Is that what they're trying to I guess, get at? I don't know about that. That was a stretch. It is a bit of a stretch. But either way, those are three obscure cryptids here in North America. I would love to hear Task Force about any obscure cryptids from from around the world. This is a wild ride. A wild ride. Oh, Started with Squonk. A squonk, which, jeez, mm -hmm. uh, that was just a blasted into my brain holes. Yeah, yeah. Um, introduced to me. Took then a you, swing down through have, the Everglades. Then you have, I don't know, someone's like 
dad or tío. I don't know, man. It's always, <laughs> <laughs> it's always, it's always the uncle. It's always, it's always uncle is like, hey, check this out. <laughs> um, but like, yeah. They're like, man, I got all the fun the, of being a parent, but none of the responsibility. Skunk Take tape. a photo. Yeah. Hey, I ordered this over the week. Amazon Prime. Check this out. <laughs> um, and like, just, yeah, just dressed up and then did a photo shoot. Um, and then the last one, <laughs> catfish are freaking scary, man. Well, yeah. If there's that, like, nothing else you take from this. I don't. You're right. If there's anything else and you go, I don't believe in squonks. I don't believe in the, what is this, skunk ape. Catfish are real. And they're mm-hmm. deadly. Yeah. That's wild. Some catfish are venomous. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think I do remember do that. Do they have like little yeah. barbs in their fins? Uh, I think so, yeah. Something like that. Ugh. Imagine, a, imagine a just a do hawk we eat, we eat cat of catfish fillet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we do. Just imagine that I know, but. big juicy catfish that they're holding, and then like just how much meat's on that. Would that taste good, or would it be too big? I guess it depends how you cook it. Mm. How many, how many servings you get? Season it, size. keep it whole, and deep fry it. I mean, anything tastes the biggest you put deep garlic fry. and butter in it. It's true. <laughs> Not wrong. I think what we're, we're <laughs> what we're working wrong. on here is a cryptid road trip. For Red Web and the task force, we're going to each state, and we're going we're to gonna taste eat, try each. each, of each. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been interesting. I, I again, like oh, I said at the top, a, a little bit more lighthearted, but it's always nice to sprinkle in some of these lighthearted ones or oh, the no, solved this, ones. This was fun. Yeah, I, I still want to talk to Jillian. I have oh, definitely. so many questions. Yeah, I just I I I. I man, I can. <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna go. I can sit here and Jillian could just be like. This a this fun, cute little creature, or she'd be like, "This is my stuff, squonk, 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 bam!" Squonk. And then throw it onto the table. I'd be like, <laughs> "Check out all my my squonk paraphernalia. Right. I've got my squonk mug, and it's like yeah. in the shape of a squonk. I got a squonk on my iPhone wallpaper, and my squonk tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you never know. You never, you never know. know. This has been a fun one. Catfish are terrifying. Yeah. Should, we, should we close out? She show Alfredo a picture of a squonk. Oh yes, absolutely. I don't know why we, we didn't have one. I, you know what? Maybe maybe she was bashful and she didn't want to put a photo of her creature, <laughs> much like she didn't want to put photos or uh, theories of the creature. Oh my god! Now, picture this. <laughs> what a what a crazy a pug. What mixed with a bulldog? Okay. And I'm talking like a like ten extra bulldogs. You know, the, the, with the wrinkles so and stuff. The wrinkly skin. Now mixed with a naked mole rat. Now shrink the body, but keep the skin where it was. That's gross. Here we go. This one's got some tears and drool. Oh, I mean, I could see. I could see. It looks just like a, a, a hairless dog with a bunch of droopy skin, like an obscene amount of droopy skin, and it's crying. I could see. Look. I can see how someone would be like, that's cute. I just want to say, Kat, our intern, is sitting in, and she looked like she yeah. thinks it's very cute. I was just going to ask if, yeah, if she wanted to be included, because as soon as I showed Fredo, Kat was like, uh, mm. <laughs> she was like, uh, it's, uh look, instantly won over. Not, and I think that's the power of the squawk. It's not as ugly <laughs> as I thought it would be. You look a little too close, a little too right. long. Jump to You're going to fall in love with the thing. <laughs> I knew, What though. in the hell is this? I knew someone was going to be like, that's kind of cute. Now, this... I don't know what this is, but it was a related photo, and I want to show you. That's like a Squonk's OnlyFans. Yeah, <laughs> yes. 
It looks like <laughs> what, uh, what one of the. Are you it looks like <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a, a piglin from Bro, Minecraft. He just like but legs he's spread out, <laughs> dripping wet. What in the world? Yeah, yeah, no, didn't I? Now that's yeah, you uh, you'd subscribe. Yeah, that's that's a that's a squonk daddy right there. <laughs> that's daddy squonk. He's the one that births them all from. Oh God! From his, <laughs> from want, his tear ducts. All right. Thanks how, about, for, how about this thanks one? Thanks for joining. Oh, okay. That one's disgusting. is this one better? Cat like he's kind of like melting. Okay, <laughs> I found one that Cat said is is gross. gross. Yeah. Um, it's like it's melting away. Yeah. Well, anyway, this has been a really fun one. As always, this we was, like to uh, push our awesome. yeah push our horizons here at Red Web. What uh, a weird episode. <laughs> I love it. If you want to continue supporting the show, we do have a YouTube channel now. Uh, we've talked about this YouTube channel quite a bit. Uh, we're working on at least another project right now to so put cool. on the YouTube channel. So please uh, subscribe, support that channel as it grows. It gets the word out, helps us in that algorithm over there on YouTube. But uh, something visually cool, something very visually cool that I can't wait to share. It will also be on the Rooster Teeth homepage and app if you uh, want to support us there. You can also support us at store.roosterteeth.com. Search for that Red Web merch, or just tell a friend about us. It's the best way to support us without even having to spend a dime. Yeah, we've just seen, bring somebody to the task we've force. Seen people here and there uh, strutting that Red Web merch, Hell and it's yeah. the coolest feeling in the world. Yeah, let me tell you. So yep. thank you for that. Yes, and uh, speak, I mean we're always working on something else. So stay tuned. We'll tell you about the uh, the incoming merch, the incoming mm-hmm. ideas that we've got, all of that good stuff. But otherwise, Fredo, see you right back here next Monday for another mystery. Boom! Post credit scene. You thought this was over. It's not. Jillian, you're here. I've got questions. Trevor's not here. He won't be able to save you. Tell me, how long have you been a fan of this creature? I think I was like Googling and I saw this guy and he was crying and I was like, eh? (laughs) (laughs) You see this image? It looks like like a rotten potato crying. Yeah. And you. That's everything to me. He's everything to me. (laughs) Why? Okay. Okay. How long has Squonk been everything to you? I don't know. It's been a while. I was on my trip and they posted this in the chat and I was like, yes, there he is. Give me like like time periods. Like when did you first figure out Squonk was a thing? I mean, you know, I just look up weird stuff for Red Web and eventually you come across something special. So. Oh, okay. All right. That's. <laughs> Sometimes you find something and I put it on the list. Like I put it there like right. as like a pipe dream. Just, I'm, I'll, I'll Maybe honest. like a year. I don't know. Like Right. Exactly. How long have I been Hopefully, working here? Like I don't I'll, know. I'll sneak it in. So maybe like a year ago is, is when you came across Squonk. Yeah. And I was like on vacation and they posted it in chat and I was like, I'm coming back from vacation. I don't care. So this was after you already knew or this is how you discovered? No, that is after I already so, so knew. This was a Squonk resurgence. So I was like, oh my gosh, they discovered him too. They know him too. They know Squonk, this trash tier cryptid. And you were like, oh my God, this Coming. this could be a thing. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. This is what I thought this interview would be. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I was ready for it. I thought I was, but I don't no. I don't quite know. No, and so weren't. like how many times like a week or a day do you like have pictures of Squonk? <laughs> do you have like your is it your phone wallpaper? Like what are we talking about here? What's I'm the just level of interest? Thinking about him. Right, right. It's just always constantly kind of on your mind. From time to time, you know. Yeah, Sometimes time. I get down and I'm like, what would Squonk do? Oh, it, it, <laughs> Squonk okay. would melt into a puddle. Like, <laughs> you would, you would. You just go, did you like lay on the floor at that point and you go, yeah. I'm a puddle? 
squonk would Christian, this is a hard hitting interview right now. What are you laughing yeah, about? We all have moments right. where we feel ugly and horrible, <laughs> right, and we no, just want to go into I, the beautiful, lush wetlands of the hemlock forest of Pennsylvania. That's very specific. Yeah, no, I get it. Right. Where squonk <laughs> was, where, where squonk thrives. Yeah. Okay. Interest. Do you like, do you like splash of water on you to really immerse yourself? Oh, maybe. Sometimes I'm, like I'm like sweating a little, a little bit right, right now already, so it's kind of <laughs> happening slowly. <laughs> <laughs> We're slowly getting so, there. So, like, do you, do you, like, do you have any fan art of Squonk? Do you have, like, pictures of Squonk saved? If I was, like... If, no, no, no. You, they, you're not understanding. You're okay, not understanding. Okay, no, yeah. Squonk is a state of being. Oh. Squonk is a moment. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Squonk uh. is a vibe. Write that down. <laughs> yeah, put that in the outline. I forgot yep. about that part. Uh, going on a t-shirt. Yeah. This is, um... So this is real for you. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. Oh, no worries. Maybe showing my mental state a little too much here, but no, this is <laughs> this is this is a safe place. I think we all feel like we want to melt sometimes, yeah, and you just do. found the visual for it. Um, so you believe that squonk exists? No, like I said. Right, state of mind. Right here. It always exists in your heart. Yeah. So what if we were to go and explore it, and you were to see a squonk? What would happen at that? I think point I time? would cry, and I would melt, and we'd be good to go. And you just melt into one big puddle. Yeah. Evangelion mode, like we're gone. Oh, I get it. Okay, all right, we're going. <laughs> well, do you see a return of Squonk in this in this uh, podcast? Yeah, I think. Do you think there's more to uncover? I think there's more. I think Seriously? something. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, wait, hold on, hold on. I just think it's fun. Like we have all these cryptids that are like, whoa, it's a monster, right, whoa, right, and exactly. this one's just like. He's crying. It can't be flashy all the time, right? Yeah. It can't be these big wing cryptids, these Jersey devils. Sometimes it's just this weird little melting potato that cries. It's just a little guy. Yeah, no, I feel it. So, like, do you, your parents know? No, I haven't told my mom yet. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Interesting. Will Squonk be something that's, like, possibly a part of, like, your will? I hope so. Or something? I hope yeah. so. In your heart? If we find one. We find one? Mm-hmm. Did you keep it? I don't know if we could. Right, probably melt. But, but would, would you like, like scoop up the goop at that point? Maybe we would just keep an eye on it. Maybe we would like, you know, watch it from afar. You'd want to try and tag it. Yeah. Have a little GPS and you just go, look at him go. He's but just wh- sitting there. I mean, what would, what would happen then at that point if like you're, you're tracking him and he's going and then all of a sudden for like two weeks it doesn't move? I mean, that would be cool. The tracker I mean, doesn't move. How long would he go? Like that would just be cool to see how far... Or you think how long he could just sit there? Or or maybe he melted. You think he melted? Yeah. Then I'm out for blood. You're out for blood. Yeah. Interesting. That would be a murder that we would cover for sure. Well, task force. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but I thank you for coming and sharing your love for Squonk thank with you. us here today. Thank you for having me. I was. This was everything I wanted. <laughs> I had no idea what was what was happening. <laughs> Jillian, keep up the good work. Yeah, Jillian. Yeah, fantastic work. Wow. Thank you. I could cry and melt right here. <laughs> oh! <laughs>